BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast, everyone. I'm your co-host, Jill Dunn. Today is one of our damn good product review episodes, and we're bringing you some of the best and a couple of worst products of fall. And we are still waiting on a few things that we really wanted to test. It remains to be seen if they're going to get into our hands in time to publish this episode. But if not, I think Carlene, you and I agree that maybe we might do a few more reviews next week in next week's episode too. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if they come through and if they're worth talking about. Jill, I think I was sharing with you that I've been a little bit quiet on social media for a long time. If people head to my Instagram at Carlene Higgins, you won't see a whole lot. It's just the mood I've been in, you know? And I was actually kind of contemplating this and I was like, why do I feel bad that I'm not posting enough? You know, why do I feel like I'm not making the grade somehow? It's so strange. And I was looking over Instagram after the Emmys and seeing everybody's posts and somebody had posted part of the acceptance speech, the clip that Michaela Cole, the creator and the star of I May Destroy You, you know, her acceptance speech, they Mm -hmm. posted a clip of that. And first of all, just seeing her look like the neon strapless dress I loved. I think it was the Christopher John Rogers. He's just killing it with the one he's dressing right now. I love these like pops of neon that we're seeing Mm -hmm. on the red carpet. And so she had that picked up in her eyeliner, which I thought was gorgeous. But I just felt so seen when she wrote, I'm just going to read it really quickly. She said, I just wrote a little something for writers, really. Write the tale that scares you, that makes you feel uncertain, that isn't comfortable. I dare you in a world that entices us to browse through the lives of others to help us better determine how we feel about ourselves and to in turn feel the need to be constantly visible. For visibility these days seems to somehow equate to success Do not be afraid to disappear from it, from us for a while and see what comes to you in the silence. You know who needs to take that advice? J-Lo. Yeah. (laughs) Good point. Good point. I was thinking the same thing. You're reading my mind, not in this context. But yes, I was like, wow, that seems like a lot of work that's going on there. A lot of dressing up. But anyway, I just, I felt so seen and to have this kind of permission from somebody I really admire, I just thought was a real breath of fresh air. So whoever needed to hear that, 
I wanted yeah. to also amplify that message in my small platform we have here at Breaking Beauty. Don't be afraid to duck out from the gram if you need to, if you want yeah. to. Yeah. And it's it was so well put and just, I think, captured really a lot of people's feelings in the moment. And there's just always, especially now when we're sort of like re-entering the re-entree, if you will, mm-hmm. into all these things. And I really have been like a little bit overwhelmed by just all of the content we're finally getting. I guess we were, it was such a desert for such a long time. And then it was like New York Fashion Week, Mac gala. There was something else like the Dune premiere. Oh yeah. Venice Film Festival, Toronto Film Festival, the Emmy Awards. Like I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like I can't take in all the content. Well, I'm more like, it's just all at once. Like we're going to, yes. <laughs> at some point we're going to be like, where's all the dresses? But anyway, yeah, I hear you. It seems like it's ramping up really quickly. Yeah. And there's just always so much beauty news too. Before we dive into our reviews, just a couple things we didn't get to mention last week. Like Jennifer Aniston launched her hair care line, Lola V, which is like a glossing detangler. I called that in. I haven't got my hands on it yet. The other thing that I want to shout out that just dropped last week is actually Cheekbone Beauty, which we've talked about many times on this show. The wonderful brand created by Jennifer Harper. She's an indigenous woman. And she just officially dropped at Sephora Canada last week with these like blush bronzer duos. I actually just tried it. They're so great. They remind me of Cargo. Well, exactly. In the same yeah. little tins. Tin. Exactly. Yeah. The duo. One, one half is blush. The other half is bronzer. There's three different shades, fair, medium, and deep. And then also she has a new mascara coming out too. So just wanted to put that on everyone's radar because I think we teased it back in the summer when they made the announcement, but now it's officially at Sephora if people oh. want to check it out. I actually am dying to try the complexion pencils. Yeah, those are cool. That she came out with. Those to me look very unique and I don't have my hands on them yet, but yeah, congratulations to Jen. And on that note, I think I know we have so much to cover in today's episode. Shall we get into our damn good reviews? We're doing it. Let's go. So I want to tell you about an app that's transforming the way that we shop for new product discoveries. And that's called the Flip Beauty Shopping app. So think of the Flip Beauty Shopping app like a one-stop shop for beauty and skincare that's in the palm of your hand. It's like if TikTok and Amazon had a baby. You can watch live interactive shows with beauty and skincare experts, makeup pros, and industry insiders, and they're going to give you the inside scoop on every brand and product. The best part, you can shop the featured products live with one click during and after the show. There's more than 200 brands to explore like Jason Wu, Hourglass, Ren Skincare, just to name a few. And what I think is game-changing is that, yes, you can shop live, but it also allows you to watch reviews from people who have actually shopped the product via the Flip app. And they're providing their honest feedback, the good, the bad, and the in-between. You'll also enjoy free shipping and returns. Plus, Flip has the best rewards program out there. You can even earn shopping credits towards your purchase, and they have the best price guarantee. So Flip has a special offer just for our Breaking Beauty fam. Download the Flip beauty shopping app today. That's spelled F-L-I-P. You can download it from the Apple App Store and or the Google Play Store today. Simply search Flip Beauty Shopping App. You can use our code GLAM30 for 30% off toward your first purchase plus free shipping. Once again, that's our code GLAM30 for 30% off toward your first purchase plus free shipping. We'll link to this offer in our show notes and on our website. Now back to today's chat. I'm Michelle Kwan. In 1996, the world was in the midst of a massive cultural movement that saw women finally taking center stage. 
Nowhere was this shift more apparent than at the 1996 Summer Olympics in Atlanta. This audience was the loudest thing I have ever heard in my life. The noise, everybody's cheering, and we see all these USA flags. It was the most important summer in women's sports history, and team after team after team, the U.S. women kept winning. Basketball, soccer, softball, gymnastics. I just said, give me mine. Like, give me mine. Join me for Dear Media's Summer of Gold, presented by Together. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Carlene. So I think we have to start here with skincare. So let's talk about fall skincare. I mean, I've got a closet full of it. What was one of your top favorites that you tried? Okay. I want to kick it off with Drunk Elephant Sea Firma Fresh Day Serum. It's $78 US and 103 in Canada. This is it here, Jill. And of course, this is kind of like a reformulation of the original Sea Firma vitamin C serum. But now you'll notice that there are two bottles instead of just one. And so this is like a new and improved version of the original. And first of all, I just want to say like, who is this for? If you're not already onto vitamin C is all about radiance and protection from photo damage. It's a really great antioxidant and also reversing photo damage. So if that sounds like you, definitely you want to stay tuned. So what is this new and improved version all about? It's the key word is in the title and it's all about freshness. So this really speaks to honestly a complaint that people had for the original C Firma serum, which is, and we saw this, we heard this time and time again, it was turning yellow on people. It was turning yellowy orange, which Oxidizing. is... Oxidizing. Yeah, which is an indication that it's kind of gone off. So when you're spending that kind of money you don't want it to go off it within like a month. And when we interviewed the founder, Tiffany Masterson, way back in the day, and if you're interested in her backstory and everything to know about the brand, you can go back and listen. It was episode 13. It was, oh my God, I can't believe how long ago it was. And so I remember her talking to us about this bottle, how you know you twist the top. It sort of looks like a square bottle. I'm calling it a bottle, but it's plastic and it's opaque. It's white. It's got a poppy orange yeah. cap on it and you twist it, and then you pump. So that makes it airtight. So light can't get in, and air can't get in. And she kind of thought at the time that was sufficient in terms of keeping the formula stable, because we do know that vitamin C is highly unstable. It very easily oxidizes and goes off. So this new idea is a vitamin C powder, which we've seen before. You know, it's at least five years ago, we started to see vitamin C powders. The Ordinary has one that's less than $6. A bunch of brands started coming out with vitamin C powder as kind of a solution to this instability problem. So that's kind of the tack that she's taken. And what you do is this cap, now I've already put it together so you can't see, but these this bottle was in two parts and it was like a tube of the powder and then yeah. this was the serum. And what you do is you poured the serum into the powder. You'd shake. You'd shake this part for one minute. And then you would drop it into this canister with the lid, twist, and you're done. So now you've blended your own formula. Right. And it's only touched the air for the seconds it's taken you to put the cap back on. Now they're saying that this formula will last six months 
before it starts to become unstable. And, you know, I read an article that Tiffany was talking about. She had said that previously it was not a problem with her container. It was a problem with the production when it's in the factory, even, and they're producing it, it's getting too much air. And that is basically what was messing with it. So can I ask, what's the percentage of vitamin C? I don't know if I missed that. Yeah. So the formula is still 15% L-asorbic acid, which is the same as SkinCeuticals. And we always compare every vitamin C serum to SkinCeuticals CE for Rulik because that's the OG. It's generally known to be kind of like the best. They're the ones who came out with all of the original research around vitamin C, mixing it with Ferulic. And Ferulic is known to, it's also an antioxidant, but it's is known to boost the efficacy of the vitamin yeah. C. So like SkinCeuticals, we see that 15% L-asorbic acid. It also has ferulic in it as well. So in that way, it's similar. But I'm not sure about with the SkinCeuticals, but with the drunk elephant, they also have like fruit enzymes in the formula. Mm-hmm. So it's meant to be kind of like sloughing away you know, dead skin on the surface as it's giving you a dose of vitamin C. So again, if you think about the idea of it's really trying to tackle radiancy and remove photo damage or reverse photo damage, that's what's kind of helping. So I always liked that formula and that idea. But yeah, I think they've, I think this is really a smart idea in trying to correct that problem that was happening. But I've only used it once. So I can't say for myself that, you know, my brown spot has gone away because I haven't used it for, you know, generally you'd want to use a product like this for 30 days to see that reversal. I saw a pretty compelling article on InStyle where the writer said that hers was faded, but I, Mm -hmm. you know, I can't speak to it for myself. Mm -hmm. What I can say is that, and Jill, we talked about this in last week's episode, I did have a bad reaction to vitamin C when I used like a random Mm -hmm. brand. And I do think just like taking a learning from that, if you have tried vitamin C in the past, which is an acid, which people can react to, you definitely want to start off just using it a couple times a week. Or I had a dermatologist say to me, that you can actually mix it into your moisturizer. So you get Mm -hmm. a bit of that barrier, that buffer. Yeah, the whole idea behind like tweaking and reformulating formulas, I actually really appreciate rather than just like dressing this up in a new package and calling it a different product. Like I like, I kind of like when brands go back to the drawing board a bit and like improve on what they had. So I'm into that. Me too. I totally agree. So what about you? What uh, skincare is kind of came out on top for you for fall 2021? Okay. I feel like you're going to laugh at me and our our listeners are going to laugh at me too. But like, guys, don't at me because just, you know how it is when certain brands just like your skin just likes them. And for me, it's Dr. Dennis Gross. Here I am again, <laughs> recommending one of his products. Uh-huh. Come on for me. Payroll. What's Come going on for me? Here? Yeah. I wish I was even getting a smidgen of a kickback. No, <laughs> I'm not. But these are cool. These are brand new from Dr. Dennis Gross. So these are the Dr. Dennis Gross Skincare Advanced Retinol and Ferulic Overnight Texture Renewal Peel Pad, 78 US dollars for 16 or 103 Canadian. So they're not cheap. So mm-hmm. what they are, they're actually a one-step retinol peel pad that works overnight to gently and visibly smooth uneven skin tone and texture firming and reducing wrinkles. And people might ask, well, I already use the daily peel pads. Like what's really the difference here? And I would say these are much more about anti-aging and targeting, like actually smoothing the lines. Whereas I think the other ones are more about like radiance Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. the AHA, BHA peel pads that you use every single day. And these you do not use every single day. They're really potent. And these do not have a step two. They do not need to be like, quote unquote, neutralized. Right. The biggest hero ingredient for these is retinol. Of course, that's vitamin A derivative. And we know that it's great for collagen production and gets rid of those signs of photoaging and everything. And retinol is just really good for my skin because I am not 20 years old anymore and I still have acne. So it's kind of that perfect ingredient that's going to target the lines as well as any dark spots or pigmentation that I have from breakouts. It also has bakuchiol in it. So it's one of the first formulas, certainly in a peel pad that I've seen that it has retinol and it has bakuchiol, which for many years has been sort of touted in the for a lot of like clean quote unquote brands as like a retinol alternative. So they actually added this into the formula and it's not on the same level as retinol, but it has a lot of similar properties in terms of like just smoothing the skin and supporting collagen production. And I mm-hmm. thought it was really interesting that Dr. Dennis Gross, who is a dermatologist, went so far as to reach for that when he has all of these other ingredients like in his arsenal that he could be using. Mm-hmm. And so I think it speaks to the efficacy of that product. And then it has another ingredient called Rambutan which is um, what they say is a gentle botanical extract and that targets fine lines and wrinkles and elasticity as well. So I would just say that after one use, I was pretty blown away with how I looked the next day. I felt like my Mm -hmm. skin looked way more plump, zero redness, which is always a thing with retinol, right? And my acne marks were definitely way more reduced. I was like, holy shit. Like when I woke up in the morning, it's like so gratifying. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a totally different thing than his alpha beta peels, which I think you do look glowier. I would say that those peels are more preventative in a way, whereas these are definitely more reparative. Like I felt like my lines look smoother after Mm. one one peel pad. Now I'm just double checking the dosage in terms of like how often you use it. Okay. So he's saying that you can use it two to three times a week. I think like once a week for somebody like me would be plenty. It's still a lot. And the other reason I wanted to talk about it, Carlene, is I have used retinol peel pads in the past from a brand called Neostrata. They're really good, but they're so potent. Mm, That's what came to mind. I was thinking of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like I liked those a lot, but now I think that this is better. It is Mm. improved because Mm -hmm. those, I got the results, like my lines were smooth, but I was red. Yeah. I was. Yeah. And I was a little bit flaky. So with these, I just think that, you know, I'm hoping usually Dr. Dennis Gross is good about like selling individual packets. So maybe mm. they'll do individual people so try. people can try it. Yeah. So these ones I will be keeping in my arsenal for the whole winter. And that's that on that. Okay. You know, it comes down to that thing where it's like a lot of people ask us, is it worth the money? You know what mm. I mean? And those are expensive, but I would say, yes, it is worth the money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know it's tried and true. I think going back to that stability issue, retinol Mm -hmm. is another one that loses stability really quickly. So having the individual pads where it's like locked up tight in terms of the air. And I remember that was the whole thing with Neostrata was maintaining that stability. So yeah, smart, you know, smart for him to jump on that bandwagon. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, what else? Okay, I want to talk about a... Skin product that is not a cream. It's all about addressing puffiness. And we, this is almost by special request from our Facebook chat room. It is the Charlotte Tilbury Cryo Recovery Face Mask. It's $55 Mm -hmm. US and 75 Canadian. 
And it literally is a mask, guys. It's not a sheet mask. It's not a cream mask. It literally is an icy mask that has like those little gel beads in it. So you may have used something like this in the past. If you've had a hangover or a headache and you keep it in the freezer, usually they're bright blue. So it's sort of taking that idea and making it Charlotte Tilbury fabulous dolling. So <laughs> this is like a clear version and it looks like a sheet mask. You put it over your face like so. Mm-hmm. I look like Hannibal Lecter, you guys. Yeah, Jason vibes. It's and Velcro on the back. You put the Velcro on the back. It actually fits quite tightly. I will say that. Now, the ice pads, you guys can't see, but I just put it on. I look absolutely ridiculous. And the ice pack is like, there's one that runs all along my forehead. There's one that runs on my upper cheeks, right up under my eyes. It's actually touching way up to here. If we post a video, it's right there. And it's all over my cheekbones, but there's nothing on the chin and the lower part of my face except Mm -hmm. this chin strap. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so this goes... Do we mention that this goes in the fridge before you put it on your face? Oh, yeah. This came straight out of my freezer, guys. Got it. So forget the skin fridge. It's all about the skin freezer. When Carlene talks about the ice pack, she's like basically inside this mask that looks like Jason. There's like little, I guess not inserts. Those are like icy, right? Yeah, they have those little beads. Okay. Those little beads that you've seen in like the blue ones in the past. If, mm-hmm. You know, if you have a headache or whatever, you'll find them in the drugstore or whatever. It's got the little beads that get really cold in it. So back to the mask, it covers your whole face. And then there's a chin strap that's dangling below. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to fold it up. It's going to tuck in right under handy my neck. if you got a facelift. And guys, you put it up over the ears You strap it on. So now you've got two straps. See, it's like a headband on the top of my head and it's tucked right in under here, my neck area. Okay. Okay. Now I'm going to wear this for 10 minutes. My nose is completely exposed, which I always think is a shame with these things because I have a bright red nose. I'd like it dealt with, please. Well, they want to make sure that you can breathe. Yeah, true. But you can still have (laughs) air holes at the bottom. Anyway, I digress. This experience is... They call it cryo, okay? That's just a fancy word for the age-old idea of grabbing something from your freezer and putting on Cryotherapy. Yeah, cryotherapy. I mean, they made it sound really highly technological advanced, (laughs) but it's really not. This is the most simple idea that Charlotte personally has probably been doing since the beginning of time, rolling off of a yacht in Ibiza and and grabbing one of those like cheapy things for a headache or hangover. But I would say the biggest improvement with this is the strap that goes under your neck. Right. You know, the fact that it's giving me this coldness in an area, it's all about lymphatic drainage, right? Mm -hmm. And this cold therapy of bringing down the swelling. And, and, you know, Lauren Bostick talked about this a lot in our tools episode. Of course, she just launched the ice roller. So ice is in the air. It's not even winter yet. Ice tech is kind of in the air. And she would love this for sure. I think the biggest innovation that makes this worthwhile at all is this neck part because I have a flabby neck and it's really tough to address. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like you can try using the um, microcurrent devices, but even those you're not really supposed to put over the middle. So it's hard to drain that area and get rid of that puffiness. So I like that this addresses that. And this is tight. You can walk around the house with this on. So you don't have to be lying in bed. Oh, woe is me. You can actually do this. 
and get on a Zoom call and whatever and feel fresh and awake. And, you know, again, even facialists, like they will always say, yes, ice your face. You know, I was telling you last year, I think, or last, I can't remember when it was, but I was watching an Instagram and it was one of these celebrity facialists literally stuck her face in a snowbank, <laughs> you know? So to get that shock, it gets the blood circulation going. Hollywood actresses have been doing that, you know, tail as old as time, right? Ice yeah. baths, dunk yeah, your face. the frozen spoons, all that kind of stuff. You don't put any skincare on beforehand? No. And I guess maybe okay. that's what was surprising to me is I kind of thought there was going to be like a gel inside or something. Well, not to be rude, but it has to be said, for that amount of money, yes, you sure as hell would think that there was yes. product going on your face. That, but there's right. not. That's right. That's right. So, <laughs> you know, people wanted to know, is it worth the money? It's really hard to say. I mean, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention these acupuncture. There's these metal, five metal or three or I don't know how many. Yeah, I think there's five of these metal discs. It looks like a watch battery that goes along the top of your eyebrow. That's meant to be acupuncture. You push on it. Don't push on it because when you take the mask off, you're going to have indentations there and it doesn't even feel good. I was going to ask, do they roll around? Do they feel good? No, they don't. Hmm. But I will say... I used this on Friday night, and when I took it off, I did feel refreshed. Yeah. And um, I put my skincare on after, and I thought it was a lovely base. Oh, my God. My makeup is so messed up. This is hilarious. (laughs) Um, It was a lovely base to put my makeup on top. Okay. Yeah. You know, because it's all nice and cold. It's probably just like doing it after ice rolling, though. You know, it just feels so refreshing. And then you put the skincare on top and it everything mm-hmm. feels supple. I liked it overall, but I also didn't... It was sent to me as a press sample. I didn't actually have to fork out the cash. So, you know, take it for what it's worth. But overall, I did feel fresh after. Yes, yeah, well, it was by popular demand. It was good that you took the time to check it out. So I would say, guys, overall, just to finish that off, Rouge VIB points or whatever it is, I would say if you can get it for a discount, it's still worth it. And funny enough, on Sephora, out of the top three reviews, two people said they loved it for headaches. One person said it helped their migraines. Just saying. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Thursday Plantation. So I've been telling you about Thursday Plantation straight out of Australia. They're renowned for their top quality tea tree oil skincare, which as many of us know, will remember tea tree oil. It was one of the first kind of antiseptic spot treatments that we might have used for our acne when we were teenagers. But it's not just for acne prone skin. Thursday Plantation is actually great for occasional breakouts like the kind you might get from adult acne as well. It's all about getting back to basics because you don't always need to go to extremes or extreme costs to find simple solutions in skincare. So Thursday Plantation is really a natural alternative to sometimes complex sounding medical jargoned alternatives. And the best part is it's super affordable. It's also Australia's number one natural brand for acne that's been around for decades. Thursday Plantation has a whole range of products designed to complement its iconic 100% pure tea tree oil. 
They use time-honored ingredients like chamomile and aloe to help soothe and calm skin, as well as natural moisturizers like macadamia oil and shea butter, known to smooth and soften. What I think a lot of you savvy skincare listeners are going to appreciate, though, is that Thursday Plantation products are formulated to help maintain skin's natural pH level. That's really important to me that I'm not stripping and messing up my natural acid mantle when I'm cleansing. I'm all about trying to keep that optimal skin barrier because I do have sensitive skin. So I really appreciate that. Plus, there's no animal testing. No koalas were injured in the making of Thursday Plantation. Canadian listeners can get 15% off when you visit thursdayplantationcanada.ca with promo code BEAUTY15. That's 15% off using promo code BEAUTY15 at thursdayplantationcanada.ca. And now back to today's episode. Okay, well, my next review, I'm going to keep it to the eye area, keep it above the mass, you know? It's still happening, so why not? So I want to tell you about Milk Makeup Sunshine Under Eye Brightening Light Coverage Concealer. It's $28 US, $37 Canadian, and it comes in seven quote-unquote adaptable shades. I don't know what adaptable means, you guys, so that's why I'm putting it in quotes. So I don't know if there's one for every skin tone. I'm not really sure, but I definitely found the one for my skin tone. I'm quite pale, and it matched quite well. One thing that I want to say is that this is not the product that I intended to review. I intended to review the Hydro Grip Eyeshadow and Concealer Primer, which is new. And I was very excited to try that product because I'm a big fan of the Hydro Grip Primer for face. So I thought, oh my gosh, I need to try the eyeshadow version. This is going to be great. I instantly didn't like it. I tried it again and didn't like it again. The reviews on Sephora are actually quite good. So maybe it's just me. But a couple people said what I said, which is if you're expecting it to be anything like the original Hydro Grip Primer, it's totally not. Like it has a completely different consistency and feeling to it. I don't even know why it like shares the name. It feels kind of like oily when you put it on, which I find Mm -hmm. so bizarre because when you're using an eyelid primer, you want something that feels like it's really going to stay put. And this just feels like it slides around. I waited for it to dry. And in my opinion, it never dried. I just, I don't get it, but maybe it was just me. I have oily eyelids too. I'm not sure. Some people were comparing it to Urban Decay's potion. I was like, really? I don't know. Okay. Now, having said all that, Immediately afterwards, I put on their new Sunshine Under Eye Brightening Light Coverage Concealer. And I was like, oh, this is fun. And I really liked the result. So I'm going to tell you about that instead. Here's what it looks like. It's a long, clear tube, as they Mm -hmm. do, that kind of milky plastic tube. And on the end, it has the metal ball that we've sort of, that's a bit of a theme. So, and to me, that's kind of what's unique about it. It is kind of like a skincare eye concealer. Right. Do you know what I mean? Because it does have ingredients that are meant to add hydration. I can't remember what they are off the top of my head. It actually deposits quite a bit of product. So one thing that you don't want to do is apply it and then try to blend it with this metal ball. That's not going to work. So you want to just get the product on there. And then I just use my beauty blender and and just dab it and apply it as I would foundation. And what I found is that it really did brighten the eye area, which is what it says it does. It is light coverage. So if you have 
a lot of darkness. I'm not sure it's going to help you with that. Maybe you'd want to start with like a color corrector, you know, something kind of orangey and then put this over top. What I liked is that A, it felt super refreshing. So again, to try to get that awake feeling going, it it just felt really beautiful. It did brighten. And for me, who's around 40, lighter consistency is good because it didn't settle into my fine lines. Right. And I think that's just so key when you're using an under eye concealer. If that happens, then you've just defeated everything that you're trying to do. So I thought it felt really hydrated, really supple, brighter. It was great. So what's next? Okay, the Longwear Color Corrector from Chanel. And there's four shades. There's green, there is rose, there's apricot, and there's peach. And actually, they revamped, like we were talking before about brands kind of going back to sort of, not refurbish, (laughs) brands going back and sort of like improving existing formulas. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. what they've done here. So what they've done with this new corrector, Carlene, in 2021, they say it goes a step further and it's actually added up to 12 hours of hydration. So like you were just talking about before, how it's all important to have product that's not going to get cakey under the eyes and it's not going to look like it's going to flake off. I think that they've done a really great job with this and it definitely has that like light reflection. I just feel like it's a really modern take on color correction. Leave it to Chanel, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's not like before when you would use like a green color corrector or something, it's just like, it just looked bad. Like you just felt as though you're your redness was still there, but your it was like you put green on top of it. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I felt like yep. these all, I tried all of them in different ways. Like I put the apricot like underneath my eye, which I felt like was really subtle and really pretty. Gave you that lightness before you put your um, concealer on. And I also used the green like around the sides of my nose and which is where I get a lot of redness. And I just felt like it really blended flawlessly. It made it look, it was just like your skin, but neutralized. Do you know what I mean? Rather Mm -hmm. than looking like it had extra stuff on it. So Jill, I'm going to be really rude for a second and just interrupt you because I want to know the price. You didn't mention the price. That's right. It is 43 US dollars for one and it is 48 in Canada. So good point because you definitely want to know how how much a Chanel product is. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So I basically applied these before I applied foundation and I was able to like put my foundation over top. I felt like it blended really well. I didn't have any obvious like where something started and stopped. And yeah, I just felt like it was a much more sophisticated color palette that they're working with. And I guess that's just where we are in 2021. It's like the pigments are just that much better, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. It's very nuanced. I've tried those yes. green tinted products in the past because I do have so much redness. And yeah, I agree. Some products, especially the all over products, it's like you get this blue undertone coming out. So it's very nuanced and you just need to find that right product. It's a lot of trial and error. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to put these on people's radar because I thought it was interesting that they're sort of like, you know, revamping something that they have Mm. had before. And then there are these four shades. So I just thought that might be something, especially right now in this moment in 2021, when I think that not a lot of people are wearing the full beat of makeup, Mm -hmm. but you still want to get a flawless look. And this is something you can just use very strategically to get that like seamless, flawless look. Yeah, just leveling up the everyday Mm -hmm. makeup. I love it. What else do you have in your tickle trunk over there? Okay, so speaking of 
everyday makeup that just really works. Something that I've been leaning on really heavily wearing like every day this month. It's the Rare Beauty by Selena Gomez. Perfect Strokes Universal Volumizing Mascara. That's a Mm -hmm. mouthful. $20 US, $26 Canadian. Uh, Minis are available. So you can try it before you buy it, like by the full, you know, the full Shabbat Shabang. But I love that. I love that you can get minis in products that aren't just like perfumes anymore. I think that's so yeah. smart because makeup is so specific. You know, people, mascara in particular, mm-hmm. people yeah. just, you know, everybody's got their own mascara. So we talked about this in our Jamie makeup episode that I loved so much. But she said that sentiment. She's like, I'll talk about a mascara that I really love. And someone's all, someone else will be like, what? It's smudged on me. And she's shocked. Yeah. And that, you know, that's happened to me before and vice versa. But this particular mascara ticks my three boxes that I always talk about. Okay. And this is really basic. This is like not a makeup artist. This is just real woman on the go. So number yeah. one, it did not smudge on me and it did not flake. So those are my biggest things. You know, if you haven't smudged and you haven't flaked, you're already winning. That's number one. Number two, does it wash off easily? Because I don't like taking a chisel to my eyes at night. Frankly, I don't use like an oil-based eye makeup. That's too much work for me. You know, I might grab like a halo or a makeup eraser and like do that and then use my cleanser to get stuff off. But that's as far as I will go in terms of like a two-step cleanse at night. And then number three is, does it make my eyes look pretty? And on that one, frankly, I'm not the most picky. I don't need it to have this like crazy aesthetic, but I did feel like this mascara makes my eyes look pretty. So it lifted my eyelashes, I felt. It had a slightly curling action around my lashes, which I felt just like helps to open up the eyes. And it separated really nicely. So it has what it, that kind of like fanned out look that I like. Doesn't give you that like really dramatic, you know, super lush type of thick volumizing. Yeah. And in fact, I think it's kind of interesting that they put volumizing in the title of the mascara because to me, that's like the least of what it does, in my opinion. I, I just think yeah. of volumizing mascara, like if you're going to use that word, then it really should like go for it. This is really more of like a beautiful everyday mascara, in my opinion. And I think they should have saved volumizing for the next mascara that would be, you know, that like hit it out of the park kind of going out mascara. Yeah, I think it might be one of those you like know? SEO things, but maybe people are searching like best volumizing Probably. mascara. Probably. Or something like that. Probably. Yeah. So, They called it the universal mascara because apparently a lot of mascaras, as we talked about, will do one thing on one eye and a different thing on another eye, depending on whether you have straight lashes, sparse lashes, short lashes. What they said about this mascara is that they tested it on bazillions of people is what they said, and that it did what it promised on all of the eyelashes, regardless of what you're starting with. So I clearly can't speak to that because I'm just moi, but... If you're wondering what like the new hook about it is, that's what they say. That's what they say. I tried that too. I felt like the formula was very dry. Really? I didn't think so. Yeah. Like it's not like, I don't mean dry like flake, but it's almost like, is there any product on this brush? Yes. Yes. I had that same feeling, but I didn't yeah. chalk that up to dryness. I, I think that's a lot of times the wiper. So the wiper is the little hole 
you know, when yeah. the mascara comes out. But mm-hmm. I had that idea to, you know, when a mascara is brand new and you go to put yeah. it on, it takes a few uses before yeah, it really starts coming wet. out. I was like that too. I was like, where's, is there, where's the mascara? Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? And it doesn't build up that easily, like that quickly, I would say. But that's why I say it's more of that minimalist, like subtle, everyday type of a look that you're going to get with that. You're not going to really quickly be like, oh, there it is. It's like the big drama, you know? Yeah. But I like that. I'm good with that, you know? Mm-hmm. I had a similar experience when I tested the new Patrick Ta mascara, which is mm-hmm. his first mascara ever. Mm-hmm. And um, it's actually called Patrick Ta Major Volume Mascara. It's 29 US dollars and 38 in Canada. So definitely more expensive than Rare Beauty. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it's definitely more of a low-key volume mascara than huge mm-hmm. volume. Like I liked the results, but sadly... I have to be honest, at the end of the day, I definitely had transfer underneath my eye. Now, yeah. that was my first time wearing it. Mm-hmm. Today, I'm wearing it again, and I don't have that, but I just, I powdered way more underneath my eye. So that helps to minimize yeah. that from happening. But I just think when you're spending $30 on a mascara that's promising major volume, like he has to come out hitting way harder than this. Because like, why would yeah. I buy this over Dior show? You wouldn't. Like, it's just, it, yeah. there's just so much competition. You got to really nail it when you say that you're coming out with major volume. It's, it didn't really live up to the name. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like with Rare Beauty, I felt like this is on brand for mm-hmm. the Rare Beauty, you know, what it's known for. Right. I agree with Patrick Todd. be expecting like, give me those lashes that Shay Mitchell has, you know? Yeah. Give me the drama. Okay. Final thing that I want to talk about is a fragrance that got me really excited. I was so impressed with this collaboration. So the fragrance itself is called Floral Street Sunflower Pop Eau de Parfum. It's 78 US dollars, 101 Canadian for about 50 ml. There are rollerball sizes. If you want to get in on the action for a more affordable price point, you can check it out. So Floral Street is this brand out of the UK. The founder is Michelle Feeney. She's like a longtime beauty industry executive and developed a lot of different fragrances over her career. If you're not familiar with this brand, the whole MO of the brand is to create fragrances that are just really all inspired by flowers and very, I would say, girly and very uplifting and just kind of give you this feeling like you've been given a big bouquet kind of all the time. I feel like it's a very, very British approach to perfumery. You know what yes. I mean? It's like the English yeah. garden. It's been plucked yeah. from the English garden and there's like a big bouquet of it. Yeah. But because it, yeah, it has the name street. So it's just like, I don't know, a little bit more wearable than that, like old English rose kind of idea. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that this was genius. And I think she is a marketing genius, Michelle Feeney. So this particular scent is actually inspired by the iconic Vincent van Gogh painting sunflowers. I believe the actual artwork was created in 1889. So Instantly, I'm sure you can summon the image in your mind. It's so iconic, right? I can summon the image. Can't summon a smell because sunflowers don't smell, do they? That's right. So I was just about to go into that. So basically, it's kind of like capturing the energy and the mood and how you feel uplifted most of the time when you look at that piece of art. And um, I feel like Van Gogh is also having a moment right now. There's a whole like Van Gogh immersive experience happening in Toronto right now as well like all like light shows and things like that. So in times when 
it's so uncertain. You can just always go back to art. You know what I mean? To make you feel good. So this particular collaboration was the first of its kind where a fine fragrance house has partnered with a fine art estate or legacy brand, if you will, to create this type of partnership. So I just think it's a really interesting starting point for inspiration. And the keynotes are bergamot, Bellini Accord, and raw honey. So like you mentioned, Carlene sunflowers, they don't have a smell, but I think they're trying to capture that uplifting feeling you get from looking at this particular piece of art. And the actual perfumer I wanted to give him a shout out. So it's Jerome Epinette. And it's the same perfumer behind cult favorite scents like by Rito's Gypsy Water, which is so beloved. And the Sol de Janeiro Spritz. So the fragrance that was inspired by that best smelling lotion. You know what Mm. I mean? Oh, absolutely. Chirosa or something like that. Yeah. And he's also created the uh, latest offering from Tiffany as well. It's called Rose Gold. So I just, I really loved how, first of all, The quality is there. I mean, I put this on at like seven o'clock this morning and it's still going strong at like 4 p.m. I just really feel like if that's something you find your fragrance fades, like you're not going to find that with this particular scent. And it is just like that bergamot. It is just, it is very uplifting. And I feel like I needed that in this moment. And I think like for so long, like fragrances are just like, sometimes the marketing briefs around fragrance, I'm sure you'll agree, are just so played out or just so obviously catering to a certain type of customer where it's like kind of mass appeal, like even with a Gucci or just Mm -hmm. some of the legacy brands I feel like have been really missing the mark when it comes to fragrances that excite me personally. Mm -hmm. And so when I look at this bottle, I guess I didn't even hold that up to show you, but it is just so gorgeous. Like it is like a work of art sitting on your vanity. So Instagram worthy sunflower square bottle guys and the van gogh piece in question it's so it's clear it's see-through and then you see Mm -hmm. the van gogh piece on one side and through the bottle yeah that's very so very smart very beautiful and i think that it's kind of the start of something really interesting with them and they're collaborating with the van gogh museum for uh, it's like a licensing deal for the next four years. Yeah. So I just thought it's something I haven't wow. seen in like the 20 years of doing this. And so I definitely wanted to give it a shout out. And not only is it clever, but the actual scent itself is very beautiful and created by a master mm-hmm. perfumer. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what's got me excited right now. Well, I like that it's very giftable too. And so if you have any like birthdays or if there's any holidays coming up that you can think of, perfume is always, it's just always a winner. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday. 